Hello, my lovely ones, and welcome to Mumming with Magli, the podcast for any mum who has absolutely no idea what the fuck she's doing. I'm Magli, your host, and I can confirm I have no idea what I'm doing. Join me every week as I try and tackle this parenting business, the ups and downs, and the many trials and tribulations. Other moms will also join us and share their story. Let's open up the conversation around the hardships of motherhood and all the pressure that comes with it. Hopefully, it'll make us all feel less alone in feeling lost and completely winging it. I know I am. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Morning. Morning. Oh, I'm looking at myself now. I can see myself. I look tired, but I don't feel that tired. I think it's because it's quite early in the morning compared to our usual recording sessions. Have you had a morning coffee? I have had a morning coffee. Okay. (laughs) Then I don't know why you look like this. (laughs) Good morning. Hi, everyone. Welcome back onto the podcast. Magli here and Sarah, in case it wasn't obvious. How are you, Sarah? I'm exhausted. Why are you so tired? Because so. Oh, yeah. The main event that we're here (laughs) is that Shruti and I went to Porto last weekend, just the two of us, and it was amazing, but I've come back to shitstorm of a week at work, and it's nonstop, and Shruti's also very busy, so we've barely seen each other this week since we've been back. Mm -hmm. We've been back all of four days. And it feels like the holiday has been a month ago. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. Oh, it's so annoying. I always feel like I need a day of holiday at home after a time away just to, like, arrive, you know? Yeah, and I had that luxury. Shruti did not. Mm. It's just been manic. Absolutely manic. And, you know, it's... You always get holiday blues, right, after a vacation. But then imagine do, having holiday blues, coming back to rainy, cold, and dark England. Yeah, it is fucking grim at the moment. It is. And do you know what? Rain is just so inconvenient with a toddler. I'm so unhappy that it's winter. Honestly, I'm manifesting moving to Australia because... I just can't cope and the rain and the cold is so inconvenient with the toddler. It's just everything is soggy, everything is muddy, everything is wet, the dog paws are full of just mud and dirt and soil and oh yeah. I'm about to slump into depressive mode because winter's coming and I can literally feel just like my mood swing being like, oh I'm done with life. Oh me too. Winter is honestly oh no, it's not the one. It's not the and it's so difficult because like Genuinely, I would like to move to a warmer country, but it's really difficult when the place that you live in has become home and you're just familiar with everything. Your family's here, friends are here, your life is here, but also you're depressed all the time. (laughs) And I wonder, because I've been thinking about this, how much difficulty do we have with this even more so? Because we moved around so much, but when we moved, one, it was never truly our decision to move. It was obviously due to mom's job and everything else. And we were young, so we really never had a say in it. So we were, we dragged around across the world, which is amazing and very complicated emotionally and either way. But so finding that stability, making a home for us, I think was quite important to both of us to have those roots to ground us both. Uh But then why did we choose this country? And then, and so I wonder now if it was really up to us, I wonder for myself, would I have the strength to make that decision to move uproot me and my family to another country? I'm not like, I want to. Part of me is like, I miss this. I really want to. And part of me is like, 
it's too scary. I don't want to do it. Like I've done this before. Like it wasn't that easy and it was quite hard and I'm quite comfortable here. Why am I getting away from this comfort? Also, fam, everything's like you said, everything's familiar. Family's actually not that far away. If we want to go to France, if you go to Australia, how are you seeing the family? I know, but and, it's And funny. it's not that you, it's not that you even see them that often. You what? Like once or twice a year. So actually even from Australia, maybe you would make even more of an effort. Um, and also, I think, like, the time difference would be a huge issue. Because now, for example, mm. like, I mean, me and you have no time difference. But with mom, it's just an hour. It doesn't matter. We FaceTime whenever. Like, yeah, I can't. And now I that can't. she's retired, she can actually pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like me and mom used to speak more often than you and her previously. Yeah, 100%. But now that she's retired, somehow, I have, she has all the t- time to speak to me i don't have the time it's all of a sudden like i barely speak to her anymore i and you speak to her think, continuously yeah i also think if i may and this is a positive thing for you <laughs> i know it i know what you're saying go what go a, what a... <laughs> <Shruti>. fucking shruti <laughs> <laughs> yes and I think you need us less, which which is great, but also a little bit sad, but like amazing for you. But I think that's true. I think for a really long time, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you were just, you were by yourself and you didn't feel like you had one person to go to. So me and mum would be your people. And now it's amazing. You have that one person supporting you, Yeah. but obviously and- you, you need us less and so you speak to us less. And I don't and mean I- that in a bad way, but you know. And I also think another side of it is because Shruti is not part of my life, I have less alone time or like I'm continuously doing something because as a family we're quite busy and so I'm I'm stricter with my boundaries as to when I answer the phone Mm -hmm. I think previously when I was on my own I had nothing else to do thanks (laughs) you called I picked up (laughs) but see I still make the effort and time for special things (laughs) like a podcast to support my dear sister but also I COVID made a difference we used to speak all the time during COVID Mm. because you were working from home and now I forget that you go back into the office. Honestly, I FaceTime you in the middle of the day on like a Tuesday. And I'm like, why is she not picking up? <laughs> I send you a screenshot with an, you know, terrified face of mine saying I'm in the office. Yeah. And then you call me again via FaceTime two hours later. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Forget that people have like things. Lives. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I forget that people have lives. Um, right, quick question. The washing machine. <laughs> I feel like this is a question. No, listen to me. Because the thing is, I feel like this is a question that I would ask a mum because I feel like this is the type of thing a mum would know, but I'm a mum and I don't know. <laughs> my Not my washing machine, my dryer. Why does my dryer stop just midway through a cycle? Well, I don't think you can complain because you're already living a life of luxury by having a dryer. I don't know if I would call it a life of luxury because honestly, this dryer is the pain of my life. <laughs> George, this was a couple months ago, he came home and he was like, we had clothes horses in the house and our house. Some of they're called in English, clothes horse. Yeah. <laughs> in my head, I now have like a, a horse and like just a jumper and jeez and go, giddy up, horsey. <laughs> giddy up, horsey. what is i can't think what's the word in french i can't it's not coming to me now i don't know we had a life of luxury with our french family so we never had to use such a word (laughs) (laughs) we're freaking peasants now (laughs) 
I never knew what a clothes horse was before. <laughs> Why do you just have clothes everywhere? <laughs> we had a nanny. It's funny how most people upgrade their life. I feel like we've downgraded their lives. I remember once our nanny, I had worn clothes one day and then the next day I woke up and they were just like clean and dry and folded at the, at the end of my bed. And I was like, <laughs> I actually remember being like, oh my gosh, but I only wore this yesterday. And now I can't, I don't see the same jumper for four weeks because <laughs> it's just in the laundry basket and I just don't do the laundry but my problem is right listen <laughs> my dryer issue it just stops midway through a cycle and I'm wondering can it only okay you have different settings yeah on a dryer and I put my settings more often than not the same setting for everything mixed <laughs> yeah I feel like that's a safe bet because I don't think anyone really knows all the settings so I put mine on mixed but it's like two hours and 22 minutes exactly and it's not quite enough for everything to be really really dry and warm magnus is whining i don't know what's wrong with him he's been whining all morning come here puppy i know i think he wants to play with his ball but i'm busy boy sorry it's we attached don't... oh it's attached ball. no nothing did you think i met his <laughs> testicle well sometimes he likes to lick them like i don't know <laughs> he, he doesn't have any testicles anymore did you get him fake testicles so he still feels manly no is that a thing yeah they have Prosthetic testicles. The dogs? Yes. You are way too excited about this. <laughs> Me and my colleague, my old company, Mike, he had dogs. And um, he told me about them, about the doggy prosthetics. Oh my God, no, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they're quite like, expensive for what, what they are. Like a few grand. And they're like... <laughs> what is it, like a strap-on? <laughs> It literally, it's like literally imagine like a breast implant but smaller and hard and then they put that in the sack so that it's not just an empty sack and then he can feel manly well because they've cut it off so that yeah. it's not just dangling skin yeah, but yeah. so what they make new skin no no normally there's skin there for where the balls used to be so okay. rather than cutting that bit completely off they can just take the inside ball out and then replace it with a prosthetic oh, no we've not done that but he does lick himself up I wonder if he has like phantom balls. <laughs> you know Anyways, what I mean? I do. Okay, lovely. Back to my washing machine. Um, dryer. Yeah, dryer. Thank you. So I put it on mixed, two hours and 22 minutes, but it's not quite long enough for everything to be like 100% completely dry. There's still like, when you touch it, it's still a little bit, a little bit damp. So I put it on again. So I do two rounds. That seems excessive. Why? What's the other option? Can you up the temperature of the heat? Well, but then I have tried this. If you put it on cotton, the temperature is hotter and it's on for longer but the problem is is that depending on the item of clothing it does shrink okay can you not create your own setting where you have that temperature for longer no so are you saying that confidently or like you're saying no because you haven't checked or tried and you just want an actual solution to your specific problem that isn't manipulating the settings i'm unsure <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but it just stops and it's annoying anyway. Um, you don't have an answer for me. I just want to a quick stop? answer. Does it stop because it's hot? Is it completely dry by then? No, no. Oh, tell if it's dry. Otherwise, it would just continue. No, because my point is maybe there's a heat sensor if the 
clothes get too hot, like it stops in order to keep the mechanisms of the heat. So I think that that's what it is. It stops because it's too hot, but not because the clothes are actually dry. Okay, well, I think you need to like give it a pull so that it doesn't overheat the machine. I'm impatient. Yeah, you're already saving time because you don't have freaking clothes holes. Like, give it a sec. Oh, yeah, so I didn't finish that story. So George came home one day. He hates the clothes horses. I mean, our house isn't huge, and there were clothes horses everywhere, and especially in winter. You just spend so and long. And baby clothes. Oh, is it dry? Is it cold? Is it damp? But no one knows. So George came home one day, and he was like, I fucking had it. <laughs> I'm buying a dryer and literally he just bought the dryer so we have the dryer yeah that was that that wasn't really an interesting anecdote I can tell well, by your face <laughs> talking well I also know this because me and Shruti were talking about this specific scenario last night um apparently we're investing into an electrical heating clothes horse I've heard they're great so that's what we're going to be investing in and I feel much better about it oh I've already told you about this. Before we get on to our weekend, my weekend with Owen and your weekend without a child, I mean, you have already spoken about this, but the listeners haven't. Guys, I'm having a humping issue. And what's interesting with Isla, not me, <laughs> I'm not <sighs> humping everything. Yeah, that. Okay, so. and so I thought we- when you said, when you were saying I, I have a humping issue, you were just trying to say like, I have a huge issue I need to get over. No, no, ladies that, and gentlemen, she, she, she genuinely means Isla's humping shit. Yeah. Um, one thing, the teddy bear, oh, hello, puppy, you can see him in the camera, no one else can see him, because you're listening, um, <laughs> one, one teddy in particular, a teddy that we call Big Bear, that we found in a charity shop for five pounds, honestly, best purchase no. we've ever done, what's interesting, is Big bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what's interesting is that, we called the health visitor, I think I spoke to you about this, we called the health visitor, because I was like, it is getting too much, and the thing is, is that, I read so much online. I don't want to shame her. I want to, I don't want to say I want to encourage her to continue doing it, but I definitely don't want to discourage her to, to do it. But it was getting so much. And like George and I are watching TV and she's humping this teddy and she's like grunting, like making noises. And uh, uh, stop. Uh, and the, uh, it's just, and the thing is for her, I know that it's not sexual, but obviously for us it's sexual. And it's just, I wasn't a hundred percent sure how to handle it. So it was really getting to a stage it was all the time and in front of people when it was in the house like she wasn't doing it outside of the house but if we had people over she would just get the teddy and like do it and it's just it's just a bit awkward anyway so I called the health visitor and so for anyone that is like experiencing this with their kid apparently it's actually really really common in boys less common in girls um i'm not quite sure why maybe hormone levels are higher in boys and stuff but she said that we definitely shouldn't tell her not to do it you know shame her she should feel comfortable to do it but the boundary is private and it's really difficult because so now we take the teddy into her room with her and then we leave but <laughs> she wants me to stay <laughs> she lo- she'll like she'll tap the bed and go sit mommy sit mommy and I'm like no 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 <laughs> this is a thing you do by yourself um so yes if your kid is doing it this is what the health visitor told me that it's okay it's absolutely normal but encourage them to do it in private in their own space and maybe that teddy that she's you know using as a humping mechanism (laughs) that teddy should only be in her private space and maybe we don't bring the teddy into the living room because then that might encourage her to do it in the living room to be fair though what's interesting is that 
since calling the house visitor, she's not actually been doing it that much. Mm. Yeah. So that is that matter because I know that I've spoken about that in a previous episode. But I think I think it's quite interesting because it it comes then also to like yes it, it it's not sexual now mm-hmm. but could this be the basis for it later on in life and I think it is interesting about creating that privacy boundary and do you tell her if it's okay like when you drop her off in her room with a bed it's like it's okay I'm just going now yes or do you just yeah. go you stay here with your bear bye. No, I tell her it's okay. I say it's okay. What you're doing is fine, but it's something that should be done by yourself in your own time with, you know, not your mum watching you. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, and the thing is, when I called the health visitor, I was like, right, because you feel embarrassed, even though you shouldn't, you feel embarrassed. So I called her and I was like, hi, (laughs) my two-year-old is humping. I can't stop it. And I don't necessarily want to stop it, but... It's getting what do out I do? of control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that matter. Right. Weekend. Owen. We had Owen for five days and it was amazing. I will say something that I hadn't really thought about is I go to bed early. I go to bed at like 9, 9.30, which means I sometimes went to bed before Owen, which means that Owen, and I mean this in the nicest way possible, he was always there. Always there. There was no time. He doesn't. So you and George. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no time. Mm. There's no time. Mm. (laughs) There is no time. (laughs) And it's such a stark contrast, right? Because you also think he's so much older than Isla. So there's also a lot of freedom with that, but there's also still some restrictions, which you probably didn't think about until you had him. And that was a huge restriction that I had not even considered that, yeah, George and I just had absolutely no quiet time just me and him until we went to bed but then you're just so tired because obviously there is a lot more freedom I can let him you know I can go out to the shops get some milk and I can just leave him at home and he can occupy himself etc etc but he's there's just a presence around you all the time and also I think because he's not my kid I was much more switched on in terms of like it's not that I felt like I needed to like host him you know what I mean? You want him to be entertained and have a good time. I just want to make sure like that he feels comfortable. I kept saying to him all the time, like, if you're thirsty, if you're hungry, you can go help yourself. But he never. So I was always offering him and making sure that he was okay. Are you cold? At one point, he put a blanket on top of him. And I was like, are you cold? Do you want me to put the heating on? Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, I was just on all Mm. the time. And that I hadn't expected either. But just so you know, it's also... So very much something that Shruti and I are like adjusting to, especially Shruti not having experienced motherhood from the beginning. And she's very much a, I'd rather wake up early and go to bed early too. Than, okay. And I'm very much the opposite. And that's always how I, I've coped because since being a single mom, I've always kind of dedicated my alone time is after Owen sleeps. Mm-hmm. So once he's in bed, I get my alone time. And so I would stay up for that alone time. And I would just wake up at the last minute in the morning because mm-hmm. I enjoy my sleep. Mm-hmm. And Shruti, because she's the opposite. So we've carved out that separation by now making that 
at 8.30, there's no more technology for Owen. So either he goes and plays Legos, he does some coloring, he goes and does something in his room, just so that we then have, between 8.30 and 9.30, a little window of adult time, so that when we put Owen to bed at 9.30, Shruti and I can just go up to bed. And sometimes we don't go to sleep straight away, but we've already kind of started winding down while still having our adult time ahead of time. Yeah, I think it's so good that you guys have absolutely no technology from 8.30 onwards. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's 9. It, like, it, 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 it comes in waves. Yeah, and that's something Shruti and I, based on Shruti's feedback that we implemented. Yeah, I think that's so good. How was your child-free five days? Oh, it was so good. <laughs> Let's say, it was. we only had four days because we came back Tuesday morning and then... Tuesday lunchtime, Shruti was at work. Yeah, yeah, travel, yeah. like it doesn't count, whatever. But it was so good. And do you know what we've realised? Well, one, it's, it was our first adult-only abroad trip. So we've only done one other weekend where it was just the two of us, and that was in the UK. This was the first time we were going abroad, just the two of us. Otherwise, we'd done family trips with Owen. But me, I've realised that it was my first trip without as a couple with somebody else without a child i've never done that before wow that's crazy so yeah i've never had a i don't know a weekend alone with a significant other Mm -hmm. for a weekend without a child how was it like emotionally so we only came to that realization towards the end and i think that was good because then i don't know maybe it would have created expectations of what we should have or what i should have wanted oh my god yeah oh my god it should be the best weekend ever like blah blah blah. expectations are so hard and i think one thing was because we only booked it like three weeks before we were going Mm -hmm. we didn't we had minimal expectations also i planned our itinerary through chat gbt so they it's um online ai website where you literally say please create an itinerary for two people in porto portugal for three days and then it tells you like all the things you should do and then it organizes it by location and then if you want it and then if you want something else done like i said um oh please include include a river cruise because that's something i really wanted to do i was like okay here's an updated itinerary oh my god that's so clever i've never heard of that yeah and well it's an but it can do anything it's an ai so then i was like looking at for i don't know halloween costume for 10 year olds or whatever literally it just starts generating it based on artificial intelligence and the internet like is it an app it's an app and a website chat gbt chat gbt okay you you've not heard of it it's like a thing i've never heard of it oh wow the free version which is what i just used uses information from like a year or two ago and then you can get the premium version which uses live data now so that if you wanted to get like pricing for things you can do so um but yeah i didn't bother wow gosh oh my god technology nowadays just blows my fucking mind but it was great because literally i said this is the area we're looking at please plan you know a tourist day and it was great because it gave us all the like the tourist spots that were close together and then like created a map to like where they're all connected in the right order to do it in, which was fantastic wow and did you miss owen or were you like ciao 
I did miss him because, like, he's like he's been a part of me for so yeah. long. But did you miss also... him more when you were like looking forward to seeing him, and all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I look forward to seeing you. Yeah. So when yeah. I was with him, and once I saw him, we got home. I was like, oh, I've missed this. Yeah. Actually, in the moment, I was like, oh, it's quite, it's quite yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's one day we did basically nothing other than drink beer and have snacks, and okay. like, I didn't have to think about it. Like, mm-hmm. and there was also no laundry to think. Just being outside our own environment, like there was no laundry to be done. There was no home has to be done we just literally just did whatever we wanted whenever we wanted um love that for you exactly and like also like figuring out dinner we'd go home around four or five because we were exhausted from walking around all day and then we're like okay let's just chill for a little bit and then we'll figure out dinner later we wouldn't be able to do that without one oh we need to make sure he's on a like he needs to eat not at a specific time but make sure before bedtime which is at 9 30 and he can't eat 10 minutes before that because he needs to digest. So eight is the latest he should really eat. And then like, pfft. Yeah. With uh, Owen, what we did, because Isla tends to eat quite early. And in the week, sometimes I'll eat with her, depending on if George is working late, what time he'll be home, blah, 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 blah. But at the weekend, we try and eat together. Dep- again, depending what we're doing, we're super flexible. But we gave Owen the option, are you hungry? Do you want to eat at the same time as Isla with Isla? Or would you rather eat with us? Um, He ate with us most of the time. And then we would try and eat before Isla went to bed, though because sometimes she doesn't go to bed it gets until quite like, late yeah yeah exactly food was something that I didn't struggle with Owen but he doesn't eat breakfast so no not really it's not something that I do necessarily either it's not my first thought process I don't I wake up at the last minute because mm-hmm. I want to sleep and my stomach doesn't wake up for another hour if not two and by then normally I'm in the office and I just wait then for lunch yeah so don't get me wrong I don't wake up hungry or I guess I do sometimes but I like to have a coffee first mm-hmm. I mean I have like lemon water and salt for like for my digestive system that's the first thing yeah I know that face <laughs> George is the same he's like what the fuck it's a friend of mine that recommended it to me and actually I feel a difference in my skin and in my digestive system um so I have that and then I have my coffee and I just like to enjoy my coffee so much that I don't have breakfast for a little while um either but I do still have a breakfast you know like a breakfast food I don't just go straight to lunch and this is something with Owen sometimes we wouldn't have lunch until quite late but then he must be starving but if we're out it's like a snack once I um took a cheese sandwich out which to be fair he ate the cheese sandwich I remember you were like wow he ate a cheese sandwich (laughs) yeah Owen's really interesting with food. So if you give him food, he would eat it. Mm -hmm. So like he would never choose a fruit. But we now leave him bowls of fruit for snacks after school. And he eats them every time. Mm -hmm. But he would never go. And a bit like a drink you were mentioning earlier. He would never instinctively think, I'm thirsty. But if you leave a glass of water in front of him, he will instinctively drink it. Yeah. But he may not think about it. Yeah, all the time. I'd be like, you haven't had a drink. Like, it's 11 But it's no longer a question. You should, you just give it, leave it there and... Yeah, that's what I did. But, well admittedly that's not what I did the first two days but in the end I was like okay here's some water like you don't have to drink it you don't want to but here's some water because we would be like are you thirsty no I'm fine and I'm like I don't know it's weird because also surely he knows his body but at the same time you he doesn't drink. he's such a child yeah. they don't know they yeah. don't know shit Magley. 
That's why that's why we're here. And the problem is we don't know shit either. I know. Something So we're do- literally the blind leading the blind. Something they do know is how to push boundaries. Oh my god. <laughs> that treat situation that I told you about in Tesco's, I was not happy. And it's really difficult when it's not your own kid. And it's all the more difficult, for example, in George's situation, because I'm much more comfortable setting boundaries with Owen than he is, which you know makes sense. He's my nephew. But I one evening, was it the last evening? I think it was the last evening. Isla had gone to bed. We'd had pizza for dinner, and I thought, oh, you know what? It's the last evening. It doesn't matter. I sent George and Owen whilst I put Isla to sleep. No, she wasn't yet sleeping. I was putting her to sleep. We'd all had pizza. I sent them to co-op and I said, get yourself one treat. Like get everyone one treat that we can enjoy whilst we play a game of Uno, blah, blah, blah. Owen came back with a full box of celebrations. And when he came in, he knew it because he was like, I played you at your own game. Whoa, 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 mate. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> you know what I would have done? Well, it's okay. I play better. Taking the whole box away and been like, no more for you. And that's the thing. It's a fine line because also he's on holiday with us. Like, it's a fine line for me because I want to find a balance between treating him because he's on holiday and, you know, I want him to have fun, but also not completely ruining all the hard work I've been putting in. Exactly. You know, but also telling him that I'm on mama's side. I very much appreciate this because for the past 10 years before that, (laughs) you wouldn't give a shit about what I've been doing (laughs) because you were purely in auntie mode. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand. <laughs> now I'm in mum mode. And then he brought out a can of Coke. And George was like, oh, but it's a different treat. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's one fair, treat. I know. And to be fair to Owen, he said, I did ask George. And I looked at George and I was like, what did you do? <laughs> but Owen really knows it's clever. Mm-hmm. Slight manipulation. Mm-hmm. But um, he knows who he can go to for these sort of things. because. A few times, I remember once we went on a trip to see our mom, and um, I had literally bought him new shoes mm-hmm. three days ago. He's wearing these brand new shoes to the trip to mom's. I think I was working one day, so I was locked up in the office just working throughout the day. And then mom had taken Owen out. She says, oh, we've bought Owen new shoes. I'm like, what do you mean you've bought Owen new shoes? She's like, yeah, he was telling me how his shoes are quite old and a bit tight. So (laughs) we've bought him new shoes. And I'm like, I bought these shoes two days ago. We had them fitted by the person in the shop. There's room for his feet to even grow for another year in those shoes. They're no way tight. Also, then I said to him when he got the celebrations, we're playing Uno. And then I was like, okay, whatever. To be fair to him, he shared the celebrations. He was like, oh, anyone can have some. Did you say that he should share or did he choose to share? I think I looked at the chocolate that was in there and I saw that there was a Twix. And I was like, oh my God, Twix. I haven't had a Twix in a long time. And then he opened it and found one for me. Oh, cute. So it was like, and then I said, oh, thank you. And he said, oh, help yourself. It's big. You know what I mean? Talking about being cheeky, I went yesterday. So Owen is meeting a friend um, for the cinema this afternoon. And so I gave him the task with £10 that he could go buy one drink for himself, one drink for his friend, a bag of popcorn to share. and one other sweet. I had clearly stated these four items in a text message in our group chat so Owen could see and I had left him 10 pounds to go and buy them. And then I said for the sweet, 
here's some examples. You can get a pack uh, to multi-share Maltesers, a pack of Malwoms, whatever you want. Yeah. Bless him. He goes to Tesco's and then realized he forgot the £10 note at home. So he had to come back in the blistering wind oh. and rain. And then he's like, it's raining so much now. I'm just going to stay home and I'll go back later. So then he went back, but little shit decided that he could spend the entire £10. He thought that was his entire budget. I told him, please bring back the receipt and any change you have. So he was like, let me just spend all of it. So I have no change to bring back. So to the point where he bought the minimum he wanted to buy. So the drink and the popcorn and one small thing. Paid for it. And then to find out how much money he had left. And then went again. So I have two receipts. <laughs> so out of the 10 pounds, I have 25p left. <laughs> do you know what's funny is that I know that you used to do exactly the same when you were younger. I'm sure I did. <laughs> So going back to the celebrations pack with Owen, when he got it out, I was like, oh my God, mama's going to kill me. As in you, um, you know, if we allow you to eat it, but whatever. I said, oh my God, mama's going to kill me. And he said, oh, don't worry, I won't tell her. And I said, okay, good, thank God. And then I was, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. But I didn't mean it like that. I was, like, I meant it as a joke. And then all of a sudden we're playing Uno and it comes to me and I was like, you can tell her, by the way. There is nothing, I wanted him to understand that it was a joke and that there is nothing that I say to him that he can't tell you. Do you know what I mean? And so I said to him, oh, by the way, I was just kidding. Like, mama's going to kill me, but it was a joke. You can tell her that you had celebrations, you know? And he was like, it's okay, but I don't have to. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, it's not a secret, Owen. <laughs> exactly. If, if you don't tell her because you don't want to, that's fine. But don't not tell her because you think I don't want you to. That's also Or because different. you're trying to hide it. Exactly. Well, but then kids will hide. What I mean is, I'm going to tell her. Like, not because... But also, I don't want to make it a thing. I'm going to tell her that you had celebrated. It's such a fine line. What I meant... <laughs> And then I just, I started digging myself a hole. I was like, oh my God, okay, it's not a big deal. You're not going to be in trouble. <laughs> Basically, there are no secrets with mama. <laughs> and it was really difficult to find that sort of like, you can tell me stuff, but I'm not hiding anything from mama. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that was... um. But it's, it's funny because it's something that I've been slowly working on because obviously it's been in Owen and I for so long. We have our little things yeah you know, and i'm not gonna lie she's definitely the stricter out of the two parents force feeding both owen and i vegetables <laughs> <laughs> when we don't want any <laughs> but sometimes i don't know imagine like we want to go get a kfc and in my head i'm like oh shruti probably won't be happy with this because she's tell, already she's tell? already prepared she's already prepared i don't know a veggie bolognese for us to eat and neither of us really want to touch it. <laughs> That's not true. The veggie bolognese is me that cooks it and it's fucking delicious because I put half a bottle of wine in it. Yeah. But... <laughs> Do you know that Shruti listens to the podcast? <laughs> Hi, Shruti. Uh, <laughs> love you. But so sometimes she's like, and he'll, he'll, I'll be like, oh, no, it's okay. Shruti's already prepared the too. And then he goes, it's okay, I won't tell Shruti. And I'm like, no, no, no. If you do this, we tell Shruti. Like, it's not, we don't hide mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that. Even if we don't go on course, like, and follow what she's prepared, at least we admit to it. We yeah, don't yeah. hide it. yeah. There's one other main thing that I want to chat about, but before, 
Before I chat about it, I today is an exciting day for me. Although I say it's an exciting day, yeah, I know, I know. Hang on. <laughs> I also want to be mindful that I don't want to like. I think I can celebrate this as a step, but it's not like it's the peak of my career, you know, because not yet, not yet. So today's Friday. We're recording this on Friday, and this is actually going to be next Tuesday's episode. But uh, Tuesday the seventh, I think it goes out. But so when you guys hear this, my on-demand yoga platform will be live because it goes out. Well, it went out this morning at six a.m. <laughs> yeah. Really exciting. But I think it's funny because I'm like I'm pooing myself because I feel really nervous. But at the same time, it's not like I'm gonna have a million people all of a sudden logging into my platform. And I'm not saying that in a like. Woe is me, but just because you know, not a lot of people know about me yet, and that's fine. It's going to take time. So as much as I'm celebrating this, I'm celebrating it as a step rather than like it's the peak of my career. Let's get the champagne out. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it but is. Yeah, I don't think because it's not the peak of your career right this second. I think it's it's the peak of your current bit because you're moving your career forward, and I don't think there should be a reason not to open a bottle of champagne and celebrate because you've just achieved a major milestone. I think the biggest milestone for me is I'm not very comfortable like bigging myself up. I'm much more comfortable actually being vulnerable and sharing my struggles and my anxieties and my doubts. I'm not really good at being like, I'm amazing. And so therefore, when it comes to promoting myself, because as self-employed and as a yoga instructor, I'm the brand. I don't feel I don't know. I like I really struggle to put myself out there online being like, "Oh, come do my amazing class." Even though I do think it's amazing, it just feels really cringy to say that to like promote me even though it's not just me, it's also like my skill and my talent, but it just doesn't sit like it just it feels uncomfortable. And I think that's been the biggest shift is I'm trying to it still feels uncomfortable, but I'm still doing it and I feel ready to just be like you know what I'm not perfect but I do think that I'm talented in this area as a yoga teacher and as a like space holder so for anyone that needs it <laughs> come practice with me online I'm just gonna share a couple bits so the way it works is there's a monthly membership and this monthly membership has one class every week the class goes out on a Friday and if you're part of the monthly membership um, it's free but you can also rent the videos for like 48 hours if you just want to give me a taster oh but you also get a seven-day free trial which is exciting and for the listeners of the podcast I'm giving you a discount for your support for listening the discount code is podcast 20 and you get 20% off the monthly membership. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine who is just struggling at the moment and she was like I need to do a bit of yoga a bit more mindfulness and I was sharing my sleep bundle with her and she was like when did you put this out and that's been on my website for almost a year but because I've just struggled so much with putting myself out there and like promoting myself because it just feels so cringy 
that no one really knows about it. So I do also have some bundles. <laughs> um, I have a sleep bundle, which the bundles like themed classes. Um, and then I have a self-love bundle, which probably sounds really cringy as well, but it's really good. The self-love bundle is actually my favorite, but the sleep bundle is really relaxing. Um, and how often do you practice your self-love bundle? Not often enough. Yeah, that was the question that, yeah, um, not often enough. Um, but yeah. <laughs> no magly, whoop, whoop. Yeah, thank you. It's really exciting. But it's like, I'm just, I'm moving through the, the like cringe, you know, of putting myself mm -hmm. out there. So, okay, that's what I wanted to mention. <laughs> but but do you know, do you know how I know you're a mom just from this rant? Well, not rant, but by the self-love and promotion. Yeah. You said, oh, I'm going to be pooing myself. Since when did you transfer pooing instead of shitting? I'm shitting myself. <laughs> I think you've, I child, you've child filtered yourself, <laughs> even with other adults. Yeah, I know. But I do need, I do swear a lot, which is like fine. <laughs> Apparently swearing is actually a sign of intelligence. So go me. But I do <laughs> think that I swear a lot, rightly or wrongly, whatever. Um, but I do need to be careful with Isla, obviously, because I don't want her to pick up those words. Okay, now moving swiftly along. So, but, but, so me and Trudy were having this conversation. I don't think there is necessarily bad or good words. It's how you use them and to who. So what I've been trying to teach Owen is that swearing isn't necessarily bad as long as you're not swearing at people or to people with them. If you're using them as a way to express frustration in the moment... Because right now he's been going, oh, damn it. Yeah, he said that here, and I wasn't sure what to say, actually. I forgot to ask you. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, okay, cool. He's not saying fuck you, or yeah, fuck the city. Like, like, oh, damn it. It's like, it's an expression of, I don't know, of the moment, and he's not saying, damn you in your life. It's not expressed to somebody in a negative force. Yeah. So for me, I accept it. Shruti has different views on the situation. Mm, you know, you were saying that Shruti is the more strict of the two parents with mm. you and her. I actually think that sometimes you're quite strict, rightly or Like, I say this without judgment at all. Um, so then I think, like, oh my God, I'm going to be a doormat, basically. <laughs> but I think it's different. Like, you probably have to be stricter because of his age and... It's so different when you have a child. Like, I've had Owen for four days, five days, whatever. And I think also, um, strictness comes in different ways. When I say that Shruti and I are all strict in different ways, I'm very strict on behavior and other things because I think that was very important. You know, his manners, I will literally, if he doesn't say thank you within the, like, first 0 0.02 second of me doing something for him, I'm like, excuse you, yeah. you're behind schedule. While Shruti's strict with, like, food and habits so we complement each other well yeah we were strict on teeth ah i fail at that you don't sure he picks that up yeah it's not a fail it's just there's only so much you can do you have to pick your battles and you've chosen that teeth is not a battle for you and that's okay okay oh. and he lost two teeth oh my god yeah so this is perfect timing perfect like transition this is the other thing i wanted to mention he lost two teeth i cannot believe how creative you are with your tooth fairy like she draws i'll have to try and remember to post a picture on instagram hopefully you draw like a little tooth like a character tooth animation and then like a little message from the tooth fairy and then you sellotape one pound i didn't know what to do he lost two teeth with us 
And I was like, well, one was the night before and the next one was in the morning and you were picking him up in the morning anyway. But the one from the night before, I was like, do I do it? But apparently he said to George, no, the tooth fairy isn't going to know that I'm here. So mama's going to, well, not mama's going to do it. In my head, I thought you'll do it. Um, He said, you know, she'll come at home. I thought he was a bit old for the tooth fairy. And again, I say this without judgment. It's just in my head, I had pictured a 12 year old not believing in the tooth fairy. To be fair though, I'm pretty sure he knows the truth because as I'm putting him to bed that night of the tooth fairy and he goes, do you think you can tell the tooth fairy to give me 10 pounds since I lost two teeth? Like, or a hundred? I think we shouldn't renegotiate the rates. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. And then I'm like, why do you think I have the power to negotiate with the tooth fairy? He goes, mama, if not you, who? So I googled like what sort of age apparently the average age is from 8 to 12 that they stop believing in the tooth fairy but it's difficult because like you said I remember so I remember texting you and being like what do we do does he believe in the tooth fairy and you were like I don't know can you find out for me (laughs) because if you're unsure whether your child believes in Santa or the tooth fairy or Easter bunny whatever it may be how do you find out without potentially ruining it for them yeah so for for us we never really discussed it and for me it's more than anything it's more of a tradition yeah more than him believing so like even if he were to lose a tooth in the next five years and by then he said I would still do this because I think it's cute and it's more of a tradition more than anything but I agree how do you feel about Santa Claus yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) does he make you feel happy or do you see him as a commercialized coca-cola brand Um, yeah it's really difficult I googled also what the tooth fairy looked like because to try and like get it out of him whether he believed in the tooth fairy I was asking him questions like what do you think the tooth fairy looks like and I was hoping he would just be like it's mama (laughs) she looks like mama Um, I don't think he ever like visualized it necessarily well I don't know anyway I just didn't know how to go about it so then I also oh, hold on what do, what does the tooth fairy look like for you a fairy like like you know in Peter Pan oh do you know what mine looks like wow I didn't realize that's so interesting I, have... I never thought that people would have different visualizations of the tooth fairy guys if you're listening how do you visualize the tooth fairy I want to know yeah go on mine's a fluffy little mouse because in French, la petite souris is the tooth fairy. So every time we say the tooth fairy, I think of a fluffy little mouse coming to get my tooth. <laughs> it's you finding it so funny. That's the funniest. But you know what's interesting is that I never, I didn't put two and two together. You're so right. In French, it's called the little mouse, la petite souris. And when I Googled what the tooth fairy looks like, it said that in New Zealand, it was a mouse or a rat. And I found it really weird because I've been so accustomed to the tooth fairy being a fairy in English. I hadn't even, I'd forgotten that in France, in, you know, our country, it's a, it is a mouse in New Zealand it's a mouse and I found that so weird and I told George and I was like oh that's gross imagining a mouse or like a rodent going under your pillow so that's what we do in France Magley welcome to the French family yeah gosh I forgot gosh I'm so Anglo-Saxonized and then moving back to the Santa Claus I also think it's very important like okay Santa's obviously one of the bigger ones not gonna lie I treated that very differently to most people because I remember being a single mom, having put so much effort into buying presents for Owen. I wanted the recognition for it. Yeah. Like, I found you this amazing present. I worked hard to buy 
you this amazing present. Mm-hmm. Thank me, not a big, fat, white-bearded man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I totally respect that. And so I remember I used to tell him, Santa will drop off the presents, but all the presents were named and labeled by somebody else. They were never, there was never one present labeled, this is from Santa. In our household, Santa ended up being more of a delivery man. Yeah. Than, <laughs> than uh, a purchasing person. Yeah. No, I think that's clever, to be fair. George and I haven't really spoken about how we're going to do... Like, we have a little bit, but we've not come to that stage yet. Um, I think we'll probably do something similar. Or maybe Santa just buys one present and the rest are from us. Because also what I really want to bring awareness to is that not everyone has the same financial struggles or abilities exactly and if someone has less presence whether it be her or a friend like that's okay it's not because santa likes you less or more yeah yeah a hundred percent for me that's also that's a big thing and schools and nurseries are slowly trying to state that also at christmas time so that like if you're giving them a big present, like an iPad or whatever, mm-hmm. that comes from mum and dad. And maybe, I don't know, a small pair of socks or fidget toy comes from Santa. So yeah. That's... yeah. Something we are bringing into the house, which is due to arrive today, you're never going to believe, a toilet potty for Isla. Oh, I saw that on my Amazon account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And all the yoga clothes you just bought. Well, because I have very excitingly and nervously, I have a, a yoga photo shoot next Saturday. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I was Talk like, about self-love and branding right there. Exactly. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. It's a friend of mine, um, a loose friend that recommended her to me. And I thought, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. Because if I'm going to promote myself and put myself out there, I need some like professional shots and stuff. Not just me rolling around in my living room with toys everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, no, don't get me wrong. I think that's good, too, because it's reality. But if you want to promote a product, like, so, yes. And then I was like, oh, I need some new photos. Uh, some new photos, some new clothes, because admittedly, it's funny. It's a fine line between, like, wanting to be real, but also wanting to, like, show something that people want to aspire to. And what I do my personal practice in is not what you're going to see in the photo shoot. And so I don't have loads of, like, really cool, funky yoga stuff because personally I don't believe that that's what yoga is about like what you're wearing and a cool new workout outfit or yoga outfit or whatever that being said do you know what I mean like I it's difficult I do know what you mean yeah it's a fine line being like true authentic but also presentable to the world exactly and like professional and stuff like that so yeah I ordered some bits on on Amazon but more importantly the toilet oh yeah <laughs> the toilet. We're just gonna try it. We're just gonna place it in the living room and see see what happens. No strings attached because we've noticed that sometimes in the bath, for example, if she pees, she'll go, Oh no, like she recognizes that she's mm-hmm. peeing and that she shouldn't be peeing on her legs. And like when I'm on the toilet, she wants to take toilet paper to wipe me. I'm just, we're just putting it out there, like putting it in the living room and we're just going to see what happens. I remember, didn't she also, when she needed to poop and she still had, and she had nappy, she'd go into the corner to poop. Yeah, she still like, does give that. herself some privacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She still mm-hmm. does that. She just takes herself to one side, like almost hides herself and takes a poo. And then is it really weird that I like to watch her poo? It's just so funny. <laughs> 
She pulls the funniest faces. I think it comes back to one of those, like, we're such an open and weird family where, like, you pee with the door open so that even Magnus and I, like, can come in. Or if I was there, I'd walk in on you. And, like, we're just so open. Yeah. Not everyone is so open. Either you're a naked family or you're not, Magli. And we're a naked family. We are a naked family. And do you know what? I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I respect everyone's upbringing, whatever. I hope Isla feels comfortable naked. I like being a naked family. And it's not to say, quite often I get people commenting, not commenting, but for example, if I go shopping with a friend or I remember for Joe's wedding, I was a bridesmaid and we went bridesmaid shopping and the changing rooms were quite big. And so I went into one changing room with one of the other girls and she was like, I'd love to be as confident as you. Like I just undressed, I just got naked. Yeah, what what are we there for other than to get naked and put clothes on? Exactly, and but she said, "Oh, I'd love to be as confident as you." And it's interesting because I don't actually think that I'm that body confident. But for me, it's not a confident thing. It's just like you're not getting changed in front of me because you're not confident in your body, in your head, which is fine. I'm not saying that that's the wrong way to think, but then which means you're going to be much more focused on your body. Just like I'm focused on my body. I'm not looking at you. I'm not judging you. And if you are going to judge me, what do you want? Like, this is my body. Like, it's just... I'm not yeah. going to change it in the, in the next five seconds by you telling me what is wrong or looking at my body. And It's not going to go away. Yeah, I don't really know how to explain the difference. But for me, it's not a confidence thing because I don't consider myself particularly confident. So for me, it's very much task focused. So I'm there for one reason, which is to get changed. Put new clothes on. I'm not focusing on your body I may be focusing a bit more on my body afterwards on how I fit in the clothes. Yeah. But my main reason for there in that moment is task focus, put those, get myself naked and put these new clothes on. That's yeah. it. That's all I'm focusing on. That's interesting because I'm more confident getting naked in a changing room or showering in front of someone than I am in a bikini on the beach. Yeah. Which is, you know, sounds like it wouldn't be the thing, but it is. Okay, right. And we should cover this more because I have some questions. Okay, yeah, let's cover this more. I will make a note. Um, okay, top tip Tuesday and mum confession. I'm going to start, I don't have a top tip in mind yet, but I'm going to start with my mum confession, a little rant. Oh, it's not really a mum confession, maybe more of a woman and life confession. I've got pet peeve. And it's George using our huge wooden chopping board to eat two slices of toast in the morning and then leaving the chopping board for me to wash up. I mean, I'd like to confirm he doesn't leave it for me to wash up, but more often than not, he doesn't wash up in the morning, which is fine. He's in a rush, whatever. But just use a plate. The fuck is wrong with you? Just use a plate. But he's adamant. He does this on the week. Every single morning, huge wooden chopping board for two slices of toast. It's so big, he uses it as a tray and puts his coffee on top as well. Do you guys now have plates for him to be able to use? Yeah, we have plates. Okay, well, a minute, uh, when I saw you on Tuesday, you had one plate for the whole house because they were all at George's office. <laughs> so I'm just checking. Before before I start criticising George about this, yeah, I'm just checking you actually have plates in the house. Oh, this is my other pet peeve, George not bringing back plates and Tupperware from work <laughs> because when we have, like, leftover dinner or whatever, he often takes it to work on a plate or in a Tupperware and then he never brings anything back and then our house is literally just empty of crockery. Um, we have plates. Uh, in this moment, as we're speaking, we have plates. 
Okay. Is his joy of it less than your peeve of it? No, it's higher, which is fucking annoying, but it's just, fu- it's just annoying. I just needed to. Okay. So how, do- no, okay. But then you just need to find a compromise. Either he doesn't use it and that way it's not laying out. What What is the actual problem? The fact that he's using it or leaving it out? I just find it, I just find it like, why just use a plate? It's smaller. It's more convenient. I just find like, why? More convenient for who? Because this way he can use it as a tray. It's multifunctional for oh, him. Oh, fuck off. Okay, get out. Right. On to my <laughs> next um, little rant in this confession feature. How often do you go to the shops? Like, like food shopping? Uh, far too often. Oh my God. Me too. Okay, right. And this is a little bit of a mum confession. I... I have much more time to go food shopping than George does, but George passes a supermarket, a Lidl, and a Tesco's on his way home from work, and I therefore send him probably three nights out of five during the week to go food shopping. And he went <laughs> he went two nights ago. He went last night, but I'm scared to tell him that I forgot something on the list. So I would really, ideally, like him to go tonight. Again. Again, but... I don't think I'm going to brave it because I'm too scared. Yeah, so to be fair, I hate food shopping. I hate food shopping. And I I understand. No, I if not you're have the get... guts to send somebody else. I'm just saying I would struggle to send somebody else. Why? I Shruti will be in Tesco's and she'll be like, "Do you need anything?" I'm like, "Oh, no, it's okay. I'll get it myself." And she's like, "Sarah, I'm right here. Just tell me what the fuck you want." I have no problem sending George. Like <laughs> clearly from my point of view, It's the one big household task that he does. It's a big household chore. uh, Yeah, considering you're sending him three to four times a week, it's it's a huge task. (laughs) (laughs) It probably takes more time (laughs) doing that one task. Yeah. So no, I I ask without guilt. Um, like the first time, the second, the third time. Today, I think I don't think I will do it, and maybe I'll go this weekend or something. Um, but in general, I ask without guilt because the rest of the household, I do without resentment. Okay, but do you care to change, or are you just ranting? Do I care to change? Like you're you're sending George to the shops three or four times a week. Is that something that truly bothers you? Or are you more annoyed that you have, you may piss off George by asking him again? Oh, it doesn't bother me. Why would it bother me that he goes to the shops? Oh, like I would, I would, that I'm sending him. No, no, he's not going to the shops. You're sending him to the shops. Well, yeah, but it's not just for me. I'm not like going to No, no, I understand. It's for the house. Like he needs it as much as I do. And with all due respect, I'm the one bearing the mental load of having to do the list. And I forgot something. I'm human. You fucking go to the shops, mate. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> um, no, but it's annoying. Like, oh, I just feel like we're in the supermarket. I do. I feel bad. I do feel bad. Not bad enough to not ask him, <laughs> but I do feel bad. It's a little annoying, but like the convenience of him going there multiple times outweighs the annoyance of it. Yeah. My top tip, therefore, on that topic, which is something that we need to do, I think we need to have a little like whiteboard. And as soon as we finish something or as soon as we realize that we need something we write a list mom is so good with this she always writes everything on a post-it and I just I'm so bad at doing that I just think of it and then I'm like okay yeah I'll write it down in a bit and then I never do and that's why we go shopping six days out of seven so I can confirm we have a meal prep planner with a little side bit where we can write down the things that we finish and what we need Shruti implemented oh yeah and and she's very great at Putting the things that finish, putting it straight on the list. However. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm the one that goes and does the shopping, and I always forget the list. <laughs> yeah, George. It is what it is. Yeah, George sometimes forget the, forgets the list, but I tend to be home with Isla, so like you know, I can just send. Oh no no paper. no! Shruti's at work. I go and do the shopping. I know the list is at home. Where's Owen? And the worst part, he either comes with me or he's at home too. If he's at home, he can send you a photo. Okay, I never think of this, Magali. Thank you. Top ten. Anyways. But the worst part is that Tesco's is literally less than five minutes from our house. So every little thing, we're just like, we'll just quickly nip to Tesco's. But then we quickly nip into Tesco's 20 times a week for that little thing. (laughs) You go in for milk and 45 pounds later, you're like, what have I purchased? Yeah, we're the same. Okay, top tip. If you struggle, you ruined my top tip. My top tip was make a list, but then apparently the list isn't like no, no. Okay, is but that this is this is my problem. That's not a human problem. That's it's a true. Sarah problem. <laughs> Your top tip should be meal plan and create a list. Yeah, I need to meal plan more. I don't because without the list, you're just getting random ingredients that you don't actually know how they're going to go together, and then you waste half of the food, and then you go back to Tesco's to get more ingredients to cook what's something specific from the previous list yeah story of my life um okay your mom confession your top tip hit me up my top tip is go away with your partner with our child children <laughs> at least once a year oh my mm. god best decision in my life and your mom confession my mom confession what is my mom confession oh i've i've given up on any routine because it's half term and i don't oh, yeah. care to put any routines back in place <laughs> until Sunday night. <laughs> Owen's watching TV all day long. He's alive. He's well. I'm working. I've got shit to do. What are you going to do? Well done, you. We've got food and he's eating fruit. He's eating lunch and he's got fruit. Perfect. Um, it's more than I used to achieve, so I'm taking it as a win. <laughs> <laughs> it is a win. Okay, thanks for today. We got so much in. Gosh, check us out. A great episode. Thanks, Sarah. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Sarah, tell them what they need to do. Please like and subscribe and follow along on all of your podcast listening apps, whether that's Apple or Spotify or (laughs) whatever else. And please make sure to like and comment on all the Instagram posts, which is at Swift underscore. Yeah, that question mark at the end. Have I said it right? Because you changed it. So like, I just wanted to make sure I was still up to speed. Um, yeah, I changed it. Okay, guys, subscribe, rate, review. Thank you for listening. Oh, that's what it is. I was like, as I'm saying it, this is not the usual flow it has. <laughs> Happy Friday. <laughs> Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Oh, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> it's because it's Friday for us. <laughs> okay, let's do that again. Rewind. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Bye. Bye.